Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about our top 10 property podcasts. Now, I remember getting an email or a text not that long ago from somebody who said, how I'm addicted to the Property Academy podcast. What else can I listen to? Or what Nothing else, else could I listen to? Nothing else. What are these people thinking? No, 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 no. But if you have run out of episodes on our show, what we want to talk about are our top 10 property and broad investing or money-related podcasts that you can potentially listen to as well to get some other ideas and some other perspectives as well. And we are, of course, joined today by friend of the show, Ilsa Wolf, who is also an avid podcast listener for a variety of podcasts. So Ilsa, take it away with number one on our list. Great. So number one on our list is the New Zealand Property Podcast hosted by Mark Honeybone, who owns Property Ventures, which is a real estate firm, largely rooted in Auckland, but he has expanded his offices in recent years as far as Dunedin and has a focus on new builds. The podcast is no particular cadence, seems to be every couple of months or so, probably depending on his workload because he runs it wholeheartedly himself. It's relevant because it's New Zealand specific, always very interesting with his guests. Often they are other experts in his own personal investing power team, I guess you could call them. People such as Matthew Gilligan, who's a well-known tax accountant in Auckland and also a developer. So you can always learn really great deep insights from some of these other guests that he has on the show. The one thing I would point out is that they are quite in-depth interviews. So if this were the first property podcast you came to, it may seem slightly overwhelming because there is some serious detail but really great as long as you have a base level of property investment knowledge. And I just want to point out for anyone that doesn't know the story I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before New Zealand Property Podcast is the reason we have a podcast because when Ed started he said geez you got a lot of traction from going on a podcast that NZ Everyday Investor which I'm going to talk about in a minute and let's get you on more and then he rang up Mark Honeybone thinking that Mark would welcome me with open arms like anyone in the property investment industry obviously does and <laughs> what's so funny about that Ed? And Mark Honeybone basically said bugger off because we're a competing company and Ed suddenly goes oh well we'll just have to start our own one and so seven 756 episodes later, here we are. Well, thank you, Mark. Now, number two on my list is the NZ Property Market Podcast. This is one of my favourites. Now, this is run by the guys at CoreLogic. That's Calvin Davidson and also Nick Goodall. They're both a couple of economists, or Calvin's an economist, Nick's head of research there. And I like that it's New Zealand specific, but they're also not too long, usually 25 to 40 minutes long, and it's usually about one per week. Now, this one is quite nerdy. <laughs> it's all about specifically property market data. So they'll talk about the unemployment figures. They'll talk about the nitty gritty of the property investment indexes. And because they're not involved in selling anything, they're a data provider to places like banks and things like that. It's pretty unbiased. And I really like it because of that. Now, because it's just about data, it's, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, Nick, because I know you listen to the show as well. It's somewhat, <laughs> I guess, limited in scope in terms of learning everything about property investment. So, you know, they're not going to tell you about how to cash flow hack an investment property. But if you want to dig into property market data at that very macro level in terms of the whole economy, this is the place to go. First one on my list, third on the list is the New Zealand Everyday Investor or NZ Everyday Investor 
hosted by Darcy Ungaro. Now, Darcy is just one of the nicest guys in the industry. He's a financial advisor, gives some great advice for investors that I've worked with and he's worked with as well. It's New Zealand specific, but it's not just about property. And this is what's great about it. You know, you can hear things like the one he did on property investment, which I spoke at, and I'm sure he's had other property investors, you know, less famous on there. But also he talks about... Famous, really? Your face. I only do that. I only do these things for your entertainment. But he'll talk about things like cryptocurrency. There was one in lockdown that I listened to where he was talking about interest rates and where he thought they were going. So it's just a really well-rounded investment podcast. So great one to listen to. Number four on our list is The Property Couch, hosted by Bryce Holdaway and Ben Kingsley. It's an Australian podcast. They are investment advisors as well as tax accountants. Their podcast is based on empowering, having a wealth mindset, and largely broad-based education topics with a number of different guest speakers. Each episode is around one hour, which is great if you're driving from one side of Auckland to the other, or not at the moment. And episode 303, which was relatively recent, I thought I would point out is a particularly great one where they talk about the three money rules for life. Really well worth a listen. They also publish books, so educational wealth mindset books. So the Armchair Guide to Property Investing by them is a recommended read. Fantastic. Number five, cooking the books with Francis Cook, which I've just got to give the prize for the best name out of any on this list. Absolutely. Now, Francis is a financial journalist, and this is not a property-specific podcast, but it is different from the others in that the topics that she talks about are a little bit more kind of back pocket. So one that I listened to last night while I was preparing for this podcast was she was talking about how to get the best op shop deals. Now, that's not something that I would binge listen to myself, but I know that there are lots of people out there who are like, yeah, I love this sort of stuff. So I know there are a lot of people who get really into her show and each one is quite short, like 20 to 30 minutes, and she's constantly bringing new guests on. Now, I'm going to say something a wee bit controversial. I don't agree with everything that Francis says. I do think that in times, and Francis, if you're listening, oh, oh. Hope you don't mind me saying this. You know, I do think it's a little bit more conservative and sometimes misses a bit of the bigger picture. But I think you should listen to her podcast anyway, because it is good to get that other perspective and hear a variety of viewpoints on money. And I think that's really important. So listen to it. Next on the list, number six is Girls That Invest. And this is, again, another New Zealand-specific podcast run by Sim and Sonia. You might remember Sim has been on our show before. And for full disclosure, she's actually doing some work for us on social media because theirs was so kick-ass that we decided we'd have to get her along to help us out with some of ours. These girls are awesome. And <laughs> I listen to their podcast, and I feel I feel like I'm sneaking into the woman's bathroom or something when I'm <laughs> listening to it because because it's, it's, I mean, it's targeted for girls. But I think the idea behind that is that in the past, a lot of ads for investment funds and a lot of uh, you know the people that are writing about investment will be in men's magazines and not in the girls magazine so so these girls are you know they're making it their driving force to make this stuff more normal for girls to talk about and I think that is awesome they're about 20 minutes long comes out once a week they're a lot of fun and just great content mostly uh, focused around shares and stuff like that but these girls are the future rock stars of the investing industry for girls sneaking into the women's bathrooms and Act like you haven't done it before, mate. They're so much better than the boys' bathrooms. Definitely, yeah. I don't think I have, but okay. Now, come on, Ilsa, what's number seven on your list? 
Great, so number seven on the list is one of my absolute favorites and similar target audience to Girls That Invest, so the Millennial Real Estate Investor Podcast. It's a US-based podcast, very, very frequent podcast, put out great episodes. What I particularly love about it is that their slogan is take control of your life. So whatever property investment means to you, they bring a whole host of guests every episode that come with their unique angle, which I think is a real sort of testament to that millennial way of thinking, taking the old, adapting it, coming up with great new ideas, and you will always take away a soundbite, some really valuable piece of information that you can plug into your own strategy. It's really catchy. They always begin by asking their guests with what's a gnarly story. It really pulls your ear in at the beginning of the episode, and it's a really good way for each guest to highlight the fact and acclimatize you as a property investor to the fact that not everything will go right in the journey. So it's a really nice way to add to that. And they always end by asking for a book recommendation other than the Purple Bible, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is really cool. I would definitely recommend listening to podcast number 107, Burrs in Baltimore. While the US market is different from the New Zealand one, you can take insights from the different types of Burr strategy executions like fourplexes, multiplexes, and who knows what you might gain from it. Number eight on my list is actually one that's relatively new to me that Ilsa introduced me to. It's called Elephant in the Room. Now, this is Australian-specific, about an hour long, and has guests on it, released once a week, that good old usual format. And it's hosted by Veronica and Chris. Now, Veronica is the host of Location, Location, Location in Australia. She's a real estate agent and a buyer's agent. And Chris, well, he's a mortgage broker. Now, I really like some of the Australian podcasts because it just shows you how different the two markets are between Australia and New Zealand. So when you hear them talk about, you know, different suburbs and cities and even like the difference between new builds and existing properties over there, you just realise how different the market is and it comes from the regulations. Even when they talk about things like stamp duty and land tax, capital gains tax, all those sorts of things, which we don't have over here. It really is so different. One that I quite enjoyed was episode 183, which also recommended Jeremy Shepard. He's on there talking about the secret to capital growth. Now, while you're listening to that particular one, just remember as well the things that are different between New Zealand and Australia and why one particular strategy may still make sense, even if they're saying that, oh, this does work, this doesn't work, because you're in a different market, but still very, very useful to have your mind across. Last on my list, number nine is Michael Yardney's podcast. And Michael's an Australian-based property investment expert. He's been around for years. Looks like Colonel Sanders' brother. And this guy is just one of the nicest guys in property investment. He's been voted one of 50 most influential thought leaders in Australia. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Metropole, which seems, just based on the kind of reading that I've done online, to be a similar type of company to Opus Partners. They're very much about the kind of buy and hold strategy. And he has interesting things like, I was listening to one just last week where they'd interviewed a guy who had built up a substantial portfolio in Australia with you know very modest income. They'll talk about, he had another really fascinating one just a couple of months ago during lockdown, where he was talking to someone who was based on the States who was basically a doomsdayer for the economy and he wanted to get his thoughts on why you'd never invest in property. So he goes out there and talks to people that are completely against his view of doing things just for the conversation. So I I really like this one. He's just kind of that known commodity in real estate investment in Australia and just seems like a nice guy. Might be a nice guy to get on the show at some stage. 
And number 10 is Bigger Pockets, the Bigger Pockets podcast, another US focused one. I love this one because it is the energy and the motivation you get from listening to these guys. It's always hosted by Beardy Brandon, who we've referenced before in our top Instagram accounts to follow. Always full of motivation. Definitely follow his Instagram podcast as well. And he often co-hosts and collaborates with a lot of other faces or names that you do recognize also from Instagram. He is said to have coined the burr term, super popular. Bigger Pockets also isn't limited to just the podcast. They run weekly free webinars along with many of these other co-contributors from their networks. They have a physical presence right across the US. It's actually more of a networking event. I think that's what it's actually evolved into, but it encompasses all strategies, all sorts of ideas, a real wealth of resource available there, including a whole publishing arm of books that they also have. And I just really want to point out episode 409, which they call giving yourself the permission to go bigger and the bluefish mentality. Definitely worth a listen they bring what's a blue fish mentality yeah so it's great so it's more of a motivational book they bring in this guy i think steve sim who wrote the book and it stems from he was a high-end concierge where he could make seemingly impossible dreams happen so if someone said hey i want to go and dive down to the titanic he'll make it happen and over his course of his concierge life, he's connected to like the big names, big celebrities. And then how he made money was creating these exclusive parties where, you know, public could come along if they caught wind of it, but they needed to complete a sentence as the password. So he would say, complete this sentence, one fish, two fish, red fish. So Blue it became... Right. Oh, got it. <laughs> yes. I'm in. I'm in the party. <laughs> so it became a huge movement. And so basically it's like how to stand out, how to go bigger, taking the lessons from this guy who's basically watched humanity from the door of exclusive parties. I sent it to Matt Harris because I thought he'll relate to the glitz and glam. <laughs> What's it called? What was it called again? The book is called Blue Fishing. It's similar to what you usually do, which is catfishing. <laughs> Now let's wrap it up here, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Really helps us get the message out to more people. And hey, one thing we haven't mentioned on the show, Elsa, is we're currently looking for your twin. It's not that we've lost somebody, but it's that we're looking for somebody to join the team to come along and help coach that active burr strategy, specifically down in Christchurch, if we can, to help people out in the South Island. Now, if you are interested in saying, hey, yeah, I want to come and help some people take that active property investment strategy. So if you're interested in that, here's what you got to do. Send your CV to Ollie, O-L-L-I-E, at opuspartners.co.nz, and he'll be in touch. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Eric Knight. I'm Andrew Nichols. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time. <laughs>